you know, as Christians, we have to understand and, and be real with where we are. That's what we have to see first, individually. And what where our mindset is and what we desire. Eric the Addisons. I think what God is really calling us back to, it's those individual personal revivals in our own lives where we're like, oh Lord, what have we done? We have minimized you. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. As the church, man, we should be on the forefront of making disciples, of indoctrination and godly things. If we don't train our kids, they will not be able to stand. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Erin Addison's. On American Family Radio, thank you so much for listening. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. Sweet Victory and Jay Macro on tap to also help us navigate the show. Mm -hmm. Today, I want to, um, I guess, one article that then I'll bring in another article, I guess, to support um, what I believe, excuse me, I believe I'm observing in culture is this whole idea. I was, and I was thinking about this um, because I was in the store with our oldest daughter, Mariah, and um, there was an individual who was clearly, as we were, we were doing like a self-checkout, you know, and um, this person was having a really, really good time with another one of his coworkers. And, but then kind of like, you know, turned to us as the customers and, and she noticed, and it was kind of apparent that he kind of had like, I don't, and, and look, there's, I'm not, we're not victims. I don't know what was going on, but just, there was like a disdain for us, just sort of like a, um, you know, you know what I mean? I, and, and here's my thinking is probably cause we were associated with work. Like we're mm-hmm. here. We probably are the mean people that are making him work, you know? Yeah. And, um, <laughs> And so Mariah, as we were walking out, you know, she goes, what, what, like, what, what, she goes, how do you explain that? Like, what is, what do you think (laughs) is wrong? Like, what is the deal? And I said, you know, I really don't have an explanation for, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. And then she goes, cause I mean, certainly he was having a great time with his coworker. Like, I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. they were just like, you know, having a good time. And then he turns to us and it's just sort of like, what do you want? You know, like that kind of a thing, you know, and he didn't say that (laughs) at all. And, um, but that was the appearance and so as we were walking to the car, I just said to her, I said, you know, I, I think it's I think it's a presentation of maybe a deeper sadness. Like maybe it's not all just what we see on the surface. And so it, it led to a conversation where I started saying to her that, you know, it's really interesting that we live in a culture where you can pick whatever self you want to be, mm. but then still hate it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like you can wow. you can pick whatever self you want, and mm-hmm. and and I think this really points to a larger picture of like just this this discontent or um, this lack of satisfaction that our culture offers, even even at the height of what our cultural offerings are, mm. and that is that you can pick whatever self you want. You know, <laughs> however you want to identify. You can do that. Yeah. And yet there is still sadness and anger and vitriol. Right. And, and it's not providing for us what it presents. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the presentation is that when you pick the self you most want mm-hmm. to be, mm-hmm. you're going to be happy. Right. That's you're going to be true. happy. But that is not true. That's right. not what we're finding. And, and, and we're finding almost at the beginning of this this ride as it's grown in culture, um, and because it's fairly new that that it's become so widespread that people all believe they can pick whatever they want to be mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? Like that's a even though the foundation and the groundwork 
uh, Carl Truman, I'm thinking back to his book, uh, he would have said that the groundwork for this was laid many, many years ago, but, but the effects of it are, are felt now yeah. and it's more recent. You, do you understand what I'm saying? Where, yeah. um, all of our, you know, moral foundation has really crumbled. And so it's the perfect breeding ground for these kinds of things that may have been laid long ago, but now everybody just believes that they can pick whatever self they want. The point that I'm making is this, as this is at the beginning, it's amazing to me to see how quickly it kind of runs out of steam. Like it's at the beginning here that mm-hmm. we are still talking about people being able to pick the self that they want to yeah. be. Yeah. And yet at the same time, people are kind of running to the end of their choices. Like there it's, it's, it, hmm. it actually turns out that you don't have a full range of choices for self. Yeah, and I think you know I think I mean? it's quickly seen that you know uh, there's not happiness there. So then it becomes correct. You know, so I think I think it, it does not take a long time for them to realize, like, man, that's not it. <laughs> that's not what I really wanted. You know, this isn't this does not help the situation out at all. So I think it, it loses steam because it, it quickly, you know, is real is realized that man, this does not make me happy. So how futile is it? then for us as Christians to entrust ourselves to this, you know what I mean? Like think about what, what we, the pressure that is, that is kind of being pressed in on for us. Like what we sense on a daily basis is uh, an expressed and sometimes unexpressed pressure to, to go along with this, Mm -hmm. you know, to, to embrace this self selection. Mm. Yeah. To go along with the lies that, that if I, if I select a self that I, that I think I like, you agree with me and say that that's that's a legitimate that's a legitimate person that's a legitimate self you mm-hmm. know what i mean like that's a, let me not say a legitimate person because it is a legitimate person what we are being forced to do is to say that's a legitimate expression mm-hmm. so we're being forced to validate the expression so today's show is pick a self any self you're still likely to hate it <laughs> okay <laughs> and why am i saying that Because apart from having any identity that is rooted in the knowledge of God, Mm. apart from having any identity that is rooted in the knowledge of God. Now, let me say this. When I say the knowledge of God, I don't even mean that you're a Christ follower. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I want to go back here and, and just make sure to make this clear case. Picking any identity, which, okay identifying in any way that is apart from a knowledge of God is futile. Why? Because it is from a knowledge of God, the creator that all of our legitimate identities are derived. Like I'm, I'm thinking, so for example, at a very basic level, mm-hmm. male and female, right? Which should be very basic, but it, I mean, it is and very basic <laughs> again to acknowledge. This actually has to come from, an understanding of the creator that there is order to even understand the family unit, Mm -hmm. mother and a father, right? Husband and a wife. This all comes from, and and again, these identities that we have, because I will admit, and I think this is important. I, I don't want people to hear me saying that we don't have various identities that we would claim. I mean, I think that people understand that, right? Like I am, I am a woman. I'm also a mother. Mm -hmm. I'm a sister. I'm a wife, right? I'm an employee. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, we, we have these different, I guess maybe identities is not the right word. Maybe it's roles, different roles that we play. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I think people understand that. But what we are facing in our culture is this lie that you can identify however you want mm-hmm. apart from a knowledge of God. Right. You understand right. what I'm saying? So I, there's no, there are no, um, in other words, there are no cutouts for who I am. Mm. When God says, actually, there are cutouts. Mm. Like he has clearly laid out who we get to be. Do you, yeah. do you understand what I'm saying? That it's already been expressed by God who we right. get to be. So as I was thinking of this and I was reading this article and which, by the way, I am not a um, I'm not a gamer. And so I'm not so much uh, interested in this article because it deals with a certain gaming company. Like I, I, I really couldn't care any less about that. I'm interested in this article because of what I believe it um, what I believe it reflects or illustrates that we talk about often how we are standing in a culture that we also now find ourselves having to stand against. And there are no neutral positions in this culture. Mm. You will be forced to take a position. And if you don't take the um, collectively agreed upon position, which in America now that has tilted away from godliness, that has tilted away from morality, that has tilted away from holiness. So if you don't take a position that tilts in that direction, then you are going to be seen as the enemy by what I'm calling now. And I don't want to confuse people, but I'm, I'm calling now these people neo-culture warriors. Hmm. You remember that used to be the term that was thrown at the Christian, the culture warriors, You know what I mean? Like they see themselves as fighting and standing against wickedness. Like that's what we used to be called culture warriors, Mm -hmm. like that we were fighting these battles and culture and trying to say that there is right and there is wrong. But now we've seen society kind of tip. So so now you still have (laughs) culture warriors, but Mm -hmm. they're not fighting for righteousness. They're like Mm -hmm. neo culture warriors. They're they're actually fighting for falsehood and fighting for lies. And so here's this article. This is from the Christian Post. and, And I thought this was really interesting. And again, and you'll see how I'm gonna bring these all back together. You would think that once people achieve what they've been fighting for, and and that is, I guess, the 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 highest, you know, desire to be able to identify as however you want, <laughs> however you want, and then and then to to observe that the culture that you live in is now also forcing people to validate that identity. Right. You would think that that would make people like so happy. Like you would think that they would just be elated. You know what I mean? Like that that they would now have um, nobody on their target list for attack because it's like going in your favor. You would think, you would think, (laughs) you would think, you would think you would be wrong if you would think that because these people are not happy. So they still want you to be unhappy. They want you to be miserable because even as they have achieved everything that they thought they wanted, they're still unhappy. Here is the article. A video game company has terminated one of its employees amid social media backlash. And it's always interesting to me by backlash. They mean one person who tweeted something and tried to draw a lot of attention to herself. So, so that, okay, that's our definition. Now social media backlash over the fact that one of its employees followed several, several right leaning Twitter accounts. Mm. Oh, and in the past <laughs> made statements that were deemed by critics as transphobic. Okay, so let me just let me just summarize. Video game company has an employee mm-hmm. who follows 
right-leaning Twitter accounts. Mm-hmm. Yikes. <laughs> Follows right-leaning Twitter accounts and in the past has made statements, as you, and you're going to hear this from the article as, as I continue on, made statements that other people who identify as LGBTQ plus IA right. have also made, okay? But I, I guess those people get a pass because they are a part of the so-called community. But mm. this particular employee, I guess, is not. Back to the article. <laughs> Limited Run Games, which publishes physical copies of indies, retro games, cult classics, and more. That so means nothing to me. I don't even, <laughs> I, like, I have, I, what? I'm really just here for the cultural implications. I have no idea uh. what that is. I will just tell you. And, and anyone want to explain, don't. Okay. Limited run games. All right. They announced on Twitter on Friday that an employee was terminated but did not specifically identify the employee in question. The company prefaced the announcement by stating that LRG, Limited Run Games, now please listen to this, okay? LRG respects all opinions. However, we remain committed to supporting an inclusive culture. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so that means you don't. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is where, this is where, um, <laughs> where six year old Sam Wick could write the statement for him. I just say, buddy, I want you to say something that's nothing, and then mm-hmm. I want you to be self contradictory. <laughs> What's contradictory? Oh, it doesn't matter. Just get your crayon. <laughs> Let me read the statement again. Yeah. So you fire an employee mm-hmm. because they follow Twitter accounts. That you disagree with those Twitter accounts' content, Which their content, like, <laughs> and again, you want to say, hold up, okay, <clears throat> again, LRG oh, respects all opinions, mm, really? respects all, all opi- opinions. Do we mm. even do words have meaning anymore? <laughs> like, like, do it. words have meaning? If you go back to the original Greek, what does all mean? <laughs> like, is does it is it is it does well, it? Well, like, yeah, all but. You know, ones we don't agree with. So here's what, oh, <laughs> I hear that. Okay, here's what. Okay, the, the statement is this. I'll come back and I'll tell you what the statement should actually be. Okay, here's the statement, <laughs> though. LRG respects all opinions. However, we remain committed to supporting an inclusive culture. <laughs> oh. All right. Um, I, I just. Oh, anyway, yeah. that's, that's, that's gaming. All right. Aaron the Addison's. <laughs> American Family Radio will take a break and we'll be right back. So I throw up my hands and praise you again and again. Cause all that I have is a hallelujah. self any self you're still likely to hate it that's what we're talking about today we're talking about unhappy people who have been given 
the um, the green light given the cultural past to be able to determine whoever who they are. I mean, just and whatever that is, I, mm. I, I don't mean any prescribed lines. I, it's not it's not paper dolls. You know what I mean? Where here are your outfits and fold those little tabs behind you. Remember paper do- dolls? You didn't pay, play with paper no, dolls. I didn't. No, that's fine, and that's fine, and that's okay. No, that's I okay. Did not. I did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyways. Um, so welcome back. Aaron the Addison's American Family Radio. I'm Miki. And I'm Will, and that was Brandon Lake with Gratitude. Um, okay, so so you've got this gaming company, Limited Run Games, that has uh, fired its um, a community manager, was her title, community I think. Community manager. Community manager. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't in the right community. <laughs> oh, man, it just... Wow. Th- the the lack of like self awareness <laughs> like you know what i mean like the hypocrisy it's it's like and i've i've had these moments you know i've had these moments okay and, and i'll just i'll just admit it all right <clears throat> and the kids respectfully kind of raise their eyebrow and then put it down when they think i'm looking and i i've had these moments <laughs> where i'm just like i will not tolerate you guys yelling at each other like this stop it you know it's like mom Mom, you're yelling, you know, like that. So we we all are, you know, we're prone to be hypocrites. You know, the blessing for the Christian is that you recognize it and you're like, oh, Lord, I repent. Right. Like that's, you know, that's that's the blessing for the Christian. Right. It's not this claim to be perfect. Right. right. It is a claim, though, in Christ to be justified, to be forgiven. Right. To have the case that God has against us settled. Mm. OK. In Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. But these people. And it's interesting to me too that they are they are the virtuous ones now. Yeah. They they are the ones who are presenting a type of virtue. Right. Everybody okay? else is the wicked. Wicked. <laughs> Completely wicked. Okay. But they are virtuous. So they have this woman, and I'll get to her name here and at least her Twitter handle. She was one of their community managers or the community manager. Okay. Um, but apparently she was upsetting the community. <laughs> Okay. And so they had to give her the boot. And and it's interesting, again, the community is so you've got this one person who draws attention, and then I guess you know how Twitter works. Everyone just starts retweeting, and then when you've got the the receipts, as in the screenshots, and you can show that this person is unworthy. Mm. You know what I mean? This person is unworthy. Then what's left, excuse me. What's left for limited run games to do except to fire this person? And the statement that they made um, as they fired this community manager, which. Wow. Anyway, (laughs) they fired the community manager and they said, LRG, limited run games, LRG respects all opinions. However, we remain committed to supporting an inclusive culture. I respect all chickens. However, <laughs> I remain committed to frying them up and putting I mean, them next to some tater salad. <laughs> I just don't understand that what... That statement did not make... <clears throat> I mean, it was so... It's like... I mean, it make, it makes sense, yes. To them. Yeah, to, to them. them. Yes. But it's like you're saying mm-hmm. the opposite of what you're saying. Like, you, exactly. you don't... You you're, don't you're, you're saying two different things at the same time. Oh, my goodness. Two different things at the same time, but but... But almost they're similar. It's it's like you're saying yeah. the same thing. Let me rephrase that. You're saying two same things, if that works, um, <laughs> but doing something contrary to the two same things that you're saying. Do you see what I'm saying? Oh, that's a lot of saying. I'm sorry, guys. Okay, I'm just saying. How much 
the woodchuck chuck. Here, here's the thing. You're saying LRG respects all opinions. Okay, okay that's one statement. Got it. But then you say, however. <laughs> that cancels out. Okay, so three. now previous statement gone. Gone, okay. yeah. We remain committed to supporting an inclusive culture. You would That's think that those two things statement. would be linked together. <laughs> you, you see, yeah. if, you, if you were really smart and you really wanted to appear to be sincere, mm. you would remove the however and add an and. <clears throat> Excuse me. You're still no, lying, but, but at least it's readable. <laughs> you're, you're still lying, yeah. but at least it's readable, yeah. right? So it would be something like LRG respects all opinions and we remain committed to supporting an inclusive culture. You see, it almost sounds like, oh, we're doing a good thing, right. but they're not doing a good thing and they know it. Hence the use of however. Yeah. They understand that they are doing something contrary to what they're saying. All right. Mm-hmm. So I think their statement should be this. Here we go. I wrote it down. <clears throat> LRG tolerates some opinions and are mm-hmm. committed to supporting the opinions that are our own. The culture we desire is exclusive. Mm, Good day. That's, that's it. it. That's that, what that's, they're saying. Yep. That's in it. In their actions. That's it. Right? That's All right. it. So anyways, that was their wow. statement. Back to this article. Um, the bottom line is that this woman lost her job. Yeah. Okay. That's the, and, and, and I don't want to lose the severity of this in the conversation. Because remember, on the one hand, the Christians are sort of weighing whether or not we're going to live faithfully for Jesus Mm -hmm. and what that might cost us. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then on the other side, you've got the culture just fully leaning in and saying, we're, we're going to live our values and we don't care what it costs anyone. It seems, it seems like based on that, on their statement that this employee has, you know, (laughs) and uh, can have a disagreement. Like they can have a suit. I mean, based on the statement that they, they, you know, adhere or to all opinions or, I mean, seem they, like this person would have an a, inclusive culture. Yeah. Seem like how this say, person would have a case. How do you say you are an inclusive culture while excluding someone simply on their opinion, on the basis yeah. of their opinion yeah. or, and they hate this, their deeply held belief. Ooh. And the crazy thing. Okay. So <laughs> anyway, she's uh, this, this getting back to this article here. Yeah. Um, this company says, quote, that their goal, well, that's not a quote, quote, our goal as a company is to continue to foster a positive and safe environment for everyone. Again with the lie. Again, again, again with <laughs> Unless the lie. Unless you don't believe like we believe. How, how? You're fired. And this, is, this again, is the question I'm, I'm, I'm going, do words mean anything anymore in our culture? Do words have any meaning at all? And it's obvious, and you see this so much, and so much of the communication, whether you're reading it or you're listening to it, you hear people saying things, and what they are saying is so detached from their actions and their sentiment, it's as if those words don't have a meaning, and yet they're using the words. Mm. They're using the words, right? Our goal as a company Mm. is to continue to foster a positive and safe environment for everyone. But but who, okay, if you go Who's back to everyone? the original Greek of everyone, <laughs> yikes. So the person that was on Twitter, you know, this Who's, person that got fired, she included everyone? in everyone. So yeah. she, see, she's not. So then again, this is what we call a lying statement. Yeah. This is a lying statement, right? LRG statement followed the publication of a Twitter thread earlier Friday, chastising the community manager for limited run games. So I guess she was the community manager. She was being criticized as a quote, transphobe who follows a who's who of right wing transphobic creeps in quote. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was, the- that's, that's 
That's that's that's, what, that's what the PR okay. people. Yeah. Well, no, 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 okay. no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, creeps. No, and, like, no. Okay. That's not from LRG. Oh, okay, okay. That is the oh, tweet. I was say, man. That that is the attack <laughs> that was was levied at LRG. Okay, oh, gotcha, by the gotcha. person on Twitter saying, "Hey, and by the way, do you know that your community manager follows uh-huh. okay. a who's okay. who of right wing transphobic creeps?" Okay. <laughs> no, no. Think about this. Wow. That's a legitimate grievance in 21st century America. <laughs> you remember? You, you know, you go back. Letter to the editor. I want to see a manager. <laughs> you know, like those kinds of things where you'd right. say, "Look, I'm just not. I'm not satisfied with the customer service that you've provided. Can I speak to a manager? Um, I'm, I'm going to write a letter. I'm going to, you know, write a memo. You know what I mean? All of these <laughs> things. But today, in 21st century America, with the rise mm. of Twitter, yes. okay. And you've got people everywhere who become influencers. Mm-hmm. But 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 they are. It's like having a power that you've not been trained to wield. You don't know. Like it, so, you've got this power because influence is very powerful, right? Yeah. So you've got these people who have this power, but they've not been taught how to use it, and so it comes out. Um, sounding something like this, quote, a transphobe who follows a who's who <laughs> of right wing transphobic creeps, end quote. Wow. But here's the startling thing. The startling thing is not the words that are used. The startling thing is that the words have been used to fire a person. Yeah. yeah. This person has lost her job wow. because of who she follows on Twitter. So this community manager is a woman... I, by the name of Carolyn, at least that's on Twitter, what she goes by back in 2016. She had a tweet that read this way, quote, if you think the number of trans crying about using a bathroom is higher than the number of pervs using the excuse, you are what is wrong with this world. Hmm. What is she saying? She's saying, if you think that perverts are not trying to capitalize Mm -hmm. on the trans situation here, like, you're the problem. You're, you, so, but again, in the culture that we live in, you see that's violence against trans people. Mm-hmm. In addition to this, um, the person who started this campaign against the community manager also shared via Twitter that she follows libs of TikTok. Now mm. that's a problem. <laughs> now that's a problem. Gina Carano, another person that this community manager followed who lost her role in the Mandalorian series because she allegedly, allegedly made transphobic comments. Here's the point. Here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. This is supposed to be the time in human history where people are happiest because this is the time in human history where they get to be exactly what they want to be. No Mm. limits, no limits. So, in the time where you're supposed to be the happiest that you can possibly be and you have no limits on Mm -hmm. yourself. Mm -hmm. And I mean that in the literal sense of self, there's no limits on your yourself, like your expression. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to be able to overlook the people who disagree with you. Right. Like there's no, they can't have complete happiness unless everybody agree. Exactly. And affirm. Exactly. You know, that identity or whatever it is. And, and because the definition of what is violence what is harm has increased. You know, I was reading another article. This is from last year, though, and, and I, I've actually had this, um, and I think it's so sad. I've, I've had this on my desktop for a while here, uh, but there was a study out last year uh, in September, I believe it was, 
that looked at the number of Gen Zers who are struggling with depression and, excuse me, anxiety. And in fact, I presented some of this information last year um, in various places because I think it's so telling Mm -hmm. that this generation, Gen Z, is the generation that has had this, the heaviest doses, if you will, Mm. of, you know, you can be whatever you want. Yeah. You, you, you can claim to be whatever you want, and yet this generation is the most depressed, the least happy generation in the history of this country. Mm. And, and I think there's something that, that connects those two things together that to the Christian, it is obvious. You know what I mean? It is, it is obvious that, that the, the height of self-expression does not carry with it all of the promises that were attached, right? Yeah. Like it doesn't, it doesn't really um, achieve for you that. And so as I was thinking of this and, mm-hmm. and I was looking into um, what I perceive to be the call from our culture, mm-hmm. and, and, and here's what I think it is, and I'm going to open the phone lines in the last segment, get your take on what we're talking about today. I really do believe that the call of the culture today is that we are to entrust ourselves to it to without the, wow. hesitation, yeah. without objection, that if from the huh. culture... And I hate to speak, I I understand the definition of culture, and I understand even now that I'm personifying the culture while technically the culture is made up of persons. I understand the difference, guys. But just for the sake of this discussion, humor me for a second as I personify the culture as if it's one. The problem is, back to my point here, if you entrust yourself to this culture and you entrust your kids to this culture, Mm -hmm. right? Then what you really are doing is you are saying no to eternity with the father. That's right. Think about that. Like, I mean, what what you are saying is that I can do better myself. God has made a way for Mm -hmm. me, but I I reject that way. Mm -hmm. I reject the knowledge of him and I'm going to go the way of man. Mm -hmm. I'm going, I'm going to choose that way. Right. So what happens is if we entrust ourselves or if we entrust our children, then it is futile. It is frustrating. Mm -hmm. And and ultimately it's fraught with destruction. It leads to destruction. I think that Jesus modeled for us and and he indeed is the model for us in all things, Mm -hmm. in all the ways that are important for us to understand how to follow God, how to live for God, what it is to be obedient to him, how to submit to God. Jesus modeled this for us. And there's something really interesting, and I want to share it with our listeners here. There's something interesting in um, 1 Peter, 1 Peter chapter 2. And I was talking about this recently, and you know, man, you can read the scriptures over and over and over again, praise God. And the Holy Spirit just kind of will take you and and bring your flashlight back over to that part. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like you're reading, you know, and bring your flashlight right back over to that section. And in 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 21 through 25, and I'll read this quickly. I want to get it in before the break here. The Apostle Peter wrote this by the Spirit of God. For you have been called to this purpose since Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example for you to follow in his steps who committed no sin nor was any deceit found in his mouth. And while being reviled, he did not revile in return. While suffering, he uttered no threats, but here is the point, but kept entrusting himself to him who judges righteously. Mm. The culture 
has invited us to entrust ourselves and our posterity to it and its whims. And God has invited us to entrust ourselves to him who judges justly, who deals rightly. Let's go with that. Aaron the Addisons, we'll be right back. Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And that's what a friend we have in Jesus, Tasha Cobbs. We'll get some get the phone lines queued up. 888-589-8840. Tasha's a yeller. 888-589. I love you, Tasha Cobbs, but you're a yeller. Okay. It's just a fact. My kids know it. Other people's kids know it. Will, you know it. You don't want to say you're all uncomfortable. Well, that's but a gospel she's, singer. I mean, she's mean a, a gospel singer. That's how it is. That's how it is. <clears throat> what you talking we, about? We did a side-by-side comparison of two songs. What are you talking about? 888-589-8840. She yelled throughout the entire song. Come on, 888. Man. Some people are like, well, Mika, sometimes you yell. <laughs> when you're... <laughs> And I'm like, I'm a gospel hey. speaker. I'm a gospel speaker. This is what I do. Right, no, I'm just right. kidding. Um, 888-589-8840. Pick a self, any self. You're still likely to hate it. Uh, study hmm. out last year, near the end of last year, uh, from a data management firm, Harmony Healthcare, um, conducted a study based on a survey of a little over a 1,000 uh, Gen Z members, hmm. right? So... Uh, ages 18 to 24, and according to the report, some 57% of this generation um, of adults is struggling with their mental health. They reported taking medication to alleviate their condition and paying on average uh, $44 a month. Nearly 31% of Gen Zers said that they would rate their overall mental health in 2022 as bad. Mm. When Their overall mental health, bad. When asked to describe their mental health over the period of one month, one out of four of them reported having more bad days than good in any given month. On average, Gen Z reported about 10 tough mental health days in the span of one month. 10 tough mental health days wow. in the span of one month. And when I think about this, you know, and this is something that I, I really try to encourage parents to look at. When we face these pressures that really are heavy on us, that we've got to cater to our children, we've got to cater to what this culture is pushing out and, and, and sort of, you know, meet them where they are. What I'm saying is that's not why people would look to us, right? They're, they're not people. If, if, if there is desperation in a person's life, mm-hmm. okay, the person doesn't want you to give them a repackaged situation that they're already going through. Right. Like, this is utterly ridiculous. No, they're yeah. looking for hope. Yeah. And as we all are, we are looking for someone outside of ourselves, whether we know that mm. or not. We're looking for someone outside of ourselves. This is going to be really difficult to show people because we have made so much of the self in America, like mm. so much in our culture, just in, in the world. But certainly in our country, it's really taken off because whenever we do something in America, we do it big. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you <laughs> do it in other European countries, but uh, hold up a second. <laughs> we, 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 we did is American selfism. Like it, we, we're going to do it big. Right. And we see that even happening with ideology as it's taken root. You know, you, you it, 
it's amazing that you can have people in other countries protesting in their countries mm-hmm. for George Floyd. <laughs> like, think about that. Like, wow. you know, and and yeah. and anyway, <laughs> but that's the influence that our country has. And, yeah. and so it is with all of the other things that ail us as a nation. Yeah. So my encouragement is entrust yourself to the Lord. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that makes it even that more important that we as Christians be who we're supposed to be because of the influence that God has given us to affect the world. You know, so if they're looking for something that's outside of themselves, they may not even know it or even uh, they may not even realize what they need, you know, but we have it in Christ. You that's know? right. And so the thing is, we have to really, truly be on our jobs as as uh, believers, mm-hmm. you know, proclaiming who God is and also living a lifestyle that that shows forth, you know, uh, being a Christian and what that's all about. You know, it's, it's more than what we say. Mm-hmm. It's how we live and how we interact and all of that that, yes. that will speak to the world. Man, you know, I want to make another point. I want to go to the phone lines here, 888-589-8840. But then I want to come out of this call and I, I want to make another point here because I think to to the point that you are making, we see the Apostle Paul illustrating this in his letter to the Corinthians and his, mm. in his second letter to the Corinthians. I, I think when he is talking about suffering and he's okay, I'm going into it. Let me go to the phone lines. 888-589-8840. Will the great, where do we go? All right. Let's go to Jason in Oklahoma. Hi, Jason. Oh my goodness. I'm geeking out. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a second to com- compose myself. God bless you, brother. Those who know me know that I'm a crybaby, so they're laughing at me right now. Uh, I got West Nile a while back, Mm. and I tell people one of the effects of West Nile is I was paralyzed for a while, and it paralyzed my tear ducts. Hello, Jason, you there? Wow. And if you believe that, I got oceanfront property in Arizona. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, man. You got me. We're going to meet. We've never met in person. (laughs) I'm so embarrassed. Unfortunately, Miki, I don't have an acronym for you yet. I guess I can call you Wick. (laughs) So I'm going to say, what's up, my Bick and Wick? Oh, I don't know. What, I don't know. Okay. Like, like, like the. See, this is gonna be quick because I'm also long-winded. So okay. So you can get to another caller, Miki. You might understand that that little thing, that long-winded thing, because oh, oh, I was okay. On edge, waiting to get on the phone to talk to you. I can't believe I'm through. Anyways, this <laughs> is for you, Will. Like the big pin. Uh huh. That stands for brother in Christ. Amen. Oh, amen. Amen. Yeah. So I give gifts to some of my bics. I give them these big pins, and they don't know what that means. Ah. That's kind of cool. But I gave it to my best friend, the first one to my best friend. He's like, what's this? And then I explained, brother in Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Wick is, I need to say sick. But that's not a good one. (laughs) I'm gonna actually, for my personality, that's a good one. So all my sisters in Christ, I'm gonna now call them sick. 
Well, look, I'm glad I can see what happened. Jason, look, Thank I just want to yeah, sit back and see what happens. I know. <laughs> I just, just want to say I'm so glad that we could help you with that today. Look, our, our uh, this family, you guys have no idea what it's like to be on the end where you don't know what a person is going to say. And the call comes in and, and you got to be trying to like focus, mm-hmm. lean in, think and anticipate and be ready to respond. I'm not a victim. I'm just telling you how it works on this end. Okay? <laughs> I'm not a victim at all. I just want you to understand that that's how it works on this end. When my brother said he contracted West Nile and it paralyzed his tear ducts. <laughs> Listen, okay? We all, as members of the body of Christ, we want to always have on our compassionate game face. Amen. Okay? So I never right. take for granted that that's a punchline. I don't know. You know what? Because what if I start snickering and you're like, oh, you think that's funny? You think that's funny that I couldn't cry? No, I didn't. I just, you know. So anyway, um, have mercy. Oh, wow. Will the Great, back back to the phone lines. Thank you, Brother Jason. It was great to get to talk with you. Yes. All right, let's go to, let's see, Chris in Florida. Hi, Chris. Hey, there, guys. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, we can sure hear you. Can. Yeah, it's Chris, uh, traveling back to Florida from Georgia. I just wanted to chime in real quick and... Uh, I don't know how long we'll be able to get that radio signal. One, please keep doing what you guys are doing. Two, keep addressing the things that matter. This mm-hmm. is what matters. And it's not addressing things from a political standpoint where you have left and right, but you're addressing it from the scriptures. You're hitting that white elephant in the room in the mouth. Mm-hmm. Keep doing that as Christ did. Three, I was part of that agenda. 2006, the Lord brought me out of homosexuality, mm. and uh, and he said, you're mine. Why are you there? And I said, Father, I'm broken. I'm desperate. If you don't bring me out, I'm going to end my life, I can tell mm. you today. Happily married to my wife. By the way, if mm. folks are listening to a man talking or, or a woman, I'm a man. Happily married to a woman, according Amen. to the Scripture. have amazing children. So I want, <laughs> I, I want the, the people who listen to know that there is hope. They can have hope. And and if anyone wants to use that sick, crazy ideology, you could just tell them, hey, listen, I'm a trans. I'm transitioning out of that which you said I was supposed to be in (laughs) what Christ said. Amen. You can even use the culture against it. You know, you can, what is it, uh, the prophet that says, argue with a fool, and turns around and says, don't argue with a fool. That's (laughs) right. (laughs) Please keep using the scripture. And guys, last thing I'll say is number four. Repent. We hear that word so much, mm-hmm. but if you look at Acts chapter 238, it tells very plainly what the Christian should do. That's why we've lost what we've lost mm-hmm. in our nation. Because mm-hmm. we have a, not just the pastor who stands in the pulpit, but the one who sits in the pew and says, I work 40 hours a week, I don't have time, and I'm tired. I get it. But can you turn football off twice mm-hmm. a month? Mm-hmm. Stop cooking mm-hmm. your decorative cake twice a month? Can mm-hmm. you pull your kids out of one of their sporting events or activities they're involved in and transition out of, I've got to have the best for my kids mm. and focus on eternity? Oh, mm. come on, brother. Are you willing to lay down your Lexus to bring your kid home to homeschool? Mm. Mm. Wow. Listen, wow. you are you are Thank really you, dropping Chris. some tough nuggets here. And, <laughs> and man, I just want to say glory to God. Glory to God for what he did in your life Amen. and that it is a testimony, man. It is, it exalts the Lord God. And this is, this is the opportunity that we have to make much of Christ in our culture. 
But we are never going to be able to do that if we are desperate to be just like our culture. That's right. Like we have been planted in a culture to live for the glory of God, to lift up Jesus Christ, that upon lifting him up, all men will be drawn to him. But we are afraid to do that. And I understand what the stakes are. I understand that they're high. I understand that there's a lot at risk, especially in a culture that is secular. Mm. I mean, largely secular. That's yeah. that's that's where we are. But we have the same mandate that every Christian has had in every culture that they've lived in under every type of government. Right. In the midst of all types of pressures, it's the same call. It's the same call to make much of who Jesus Christ is, that if we do that, then men will be drawn to him. Amen. All right. Well, the great. Let's go back to the phone lines. 888-589-8840. Chris, thank you so much. I appreciate your call. Where are we going, Will? All right. Let's go to Dennis in Texas. Hi, Dennis. Hi. How are you guys doing on this beautiful, glorious day? Amen. God bless you. Anyway, real quickly, uh, I know you've got a lot of people calling. On, on the part about being inclusive that you talked about earlier, that's nothing more than saying, uh, I'm going to have tolerance for people with no morals involved at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And ex- exclusive is to have tolerance with moral, and Christians are exclusive. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, you know, it's interesting because I one of the things that I, I look at when we talk about the body of Christ and, and we talk about what it is, it's, it's almost sort of like a paradox that um, whoever wants to come can come, Right. Mm -hmm. But you must exclusively come through Christ. There is there is no other way to come. That's right. You know what I mean? So all are welcome. But this is the way you get in. That's right. It's like the house has only one door. Mm. So no one's going through the back door because there isn't one. No one's going through a window because there isn't one. There is the one door. And this is a stumbling block for mm. so many people. Mm. And, and let me tell you why it's a stumbling block. And I think every Christian living in 21st century America needs to understand this. It's a stumbling block because Jesus Christ represents the laying down of one's will. Yeah. You understand there's only one way. So you don't, you don't get to design the way you come to God. But we <laughs> right. live in a culture where people are like, everything is monogrammed. Mm, Every I can personalize this. Every, everything is customizable, right? Yeah, like, yeah. who wants a phone that you can't put your own like screensaver on? Like, who wants <laughs> a phone that you can't choose your own apps? And so, into this generation, we mm. are trying to proclaim Christ. And so, when you say wow. it's only through Jesus Christ, they're like, "Come on, really? Like, like everything I can't has put my options. touch on it. I can't, you know, tweak everything. it a little bit." <laughs> Wow. Because why? Everything has options. So what we've got to be able to do is we've got to be able to show people that this eternal truth is just that eternal, Mm. that it's not anything that has changed and it's not anything that's going to change. But here's the here's where I want to leave it today. When we do that, we have got to prepare ourselves for this type of suffering that Jesus talked about. Mm. It's it is not popular. But do you understand that we have a doctrine of suffering? It's new to Christians in America, but it's not new to the faith. It's not new to the church, capital C. When you posture yourself to be hated by the world, you're in good company Mm -hmm. because this is exactly what Jesus faced. And in fact, this is exactly the warning that he gave to us. Going back to the Apostle Peter in his first letter, he said that Jesus modeled for us how to suffer. Part of that modeling was that he entrusted himself to God. 
not acting on his own will, not doing what was in within his power to do. He entrusted himself to God. Right. And then what did the Apostle Paul say to the Corinthians? Now, in context, he's talking about the physical body that is wasting away. But I think it also has some social implications in the suffering that we face in culture. This is 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 17 and 18. For momentary light affliction is producing for us an eternal weight of glory far beyond all comparison. Mm-hmm. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Mm-hmm. Can you suffer with him? The Bible says that if you can, you will also reign with him. Mm-hmm. We're out of time until tomorrow, Lord willing. God bless.